Once your child is at an age where they may be attending preschool, you might be thinking about whether you should be starting to teach them to read. How should you go about this and where do you start? Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm a teacher turned online educator who is on a mission to help children in the early stages of learning by helping empower those who are helping them out at home. I'm here to celebrate your unique child, encourage experiences to make memories and support your child's learning for their future. After guiding many children with reading online as a reading tutor, I have become immersed in creating a way for learners to be supported way beyond their learning sessions. It is my goal to remove the mystery of supporting your child with early learning with a special focus on reading. I believe that anyone who is willing to support their child with reading and learning should have the tools to make it happen. Welcome to the Your Learning Village podcast. Quite often I get asked the question, from parents who have children at preschool or they're attending another setting and or even they are at home they ask should I be teaching my child to read now particularly if they're not having structured reading instruction at school because that's just not the setup that they have. Now the other thing that I also get asked is but I've taught them the ABC songs is that the wrong thing to do should I be doing something different I've heard that that's not right and they begin to panic. Now what I will say is there's a lot of information about that and even as someone who is immersed in this area of trying to find out the best ways to help children to learn to read, it's really confusing because there's so many different ways you can do it, so many different opinions on how you can do it, but we all have the main goal that we want children to be reading and we want it to be as effortless as possible. Now, there's going to need to be some work involved in there, but particularly as parents, and I know as a teacher as well, we don't want them to be struggling. So I'm going to go through a few things today to think about what you can be doing to help your child at the early stages of reading, particularly if they're not getting instruction from school. So, and I just will just highlight why this question came up. It's because it was when I, on, a, on a very rare moment, I was about for a coffee with a friend. And she was asking me, am I helping my daughter start learning to read? Because we're based in Germany currently and they don't start school formally till they're six. Yet they go to kindergarten, but there isn't any instruction for reading. And she was just asking, are you helping them start to read? And this is what it was. She taught them the ABC song. She's like, is that the wrong thing to do? What should I be doing next? She's what has inspired this episode. So let's get into it then. Starting age will vary depending on where you are in the world. But starting too early doesn't necessarily mean that they will be ahead. So I think this is thought, particularly in many countries, that the earlier we start, the more we're packing into the child, the the better they will be, they're giving them more chance to absorb things, to get ahead. But I've kind of seen this firsthand in the classroom and when I was tutoring reading one-to-one. Just because they are starting earlier doesn't necessarily mean they're ahead so for instance we used to start formal phonics in the school that I was in when I first started there they were actually starting it in the preschool class and so the children would get them they were coming through to reception to when they're four or five they were coming through being able to do some reading but we also found that we ended up having to redo it again anyway because they completely forgotten it over the summer because they weren't quite ready to start it and then they would get through the program that we did quite quickly through the year and they were doing really well by the end of the reception year. 
But then what was being reported later on when they were in year one and then in year two was actually there were many children who just weren't ready for it at that time and were just having to keep repeating it over and over again. Whereas in later years, whilst, whilst I was there, they actually put the focus on in the preschool and nursery children that they would focus on pre-reading schools and leave the formal phonics teaching to when they were in reception, so when we're four. And initially, it felt that we were doing them a disservice, that they were missing out, they weren't getting that instruction early enough. But actually, what we found was that they were needing less, as, as a cohort, they were needing less intervention later on when they were in year one and year two, that fewer children were needing to keep repeating phonics. I think that's because they were more ready for it. They weren't uh, having this overload and this too much focus on the reading skills straight away. Now, and I know that I've actually, I felt that I don't want to miss out with my own daughter and being a reading tutor and teacher. I thought, well, I know what I need to be doing with her, but actually leaving her to be read. And then she went, I'd only ever do it if she was showing me that she was ready and that she wanted to do it. But it hasn't necessarily meant that she's absorbed it, she's able to read. There's lots of things about starting too early. And I maybe will go into that in, in another podcast. I think I've gone a little bit deep in here this one now already. So, yeah, starting at age will vary. So don't worry if they aren't starting. You, you haven't missed out, basically. And there are, even in the unschooling movement and many homeschoolers, will wait too much later to the child they feel is really ready. and just because at the beginning they're they're not able to read they are able to read later and because it's more on when the child is ready and it's on their terms actually they need far less instruction and they pick it up a lot quicker so don't worry too much if you (laughs) haven't started yet what you do need to be focused on though is getting the pre-reading foundation set first so this is all the things that are going on in their head, what we call phonemic awareness and phonological awareness. So thinking about it as reading with the lights off. So are they able to rhyme words? Now, I always thought, find this a strange one. I used to see it in assessments. Like, Why do they need to be able to rhyme words? But actually what it means they can do is they can pick up patterns in the language and it makes it easier to read words. So for instance, if you can read at cat, what rhymes with cat? Hat. Oh, so I had an at word family. I just need to change that first letter as the hat. So it's to help them build up language that way and making it easier to read and also just being able to decipher sounds in words. So, for instance, when you're going around the house, oh, can you get me that milk? Can they blend that word together in their head? Yep, get the milk. Can you sit on the rug? Okay, they get so getting that hang of and making those what we say, firing the neurons in the, in the brain to wire it ready for reading and prepping them and focusing on those reading foundations. Things like nursery rhymes, rhyming books, they're great for that. And getting that real firm foundation really will help them for later on. So the next thing that we need to think about when you have, you've done some foundations and you're thinking, about, okay, actually, I do want to teach them something a bit more than the little things we've talked about, I actually do want to show them some sounds. 
And I talk a lot about sounds. So these are the phonic sounds. There are 44 of them in the English language rather than the alphabet. Now, the alphabet will come at a later time. They will not be, not be sounding out everything verbally. They will get to a point where they will use letter names for spelling in particular. But to start with, breaking it down into the phonic sounds because it means that they can read and write far more words. Now, the best way to do this, there are so many schemes out there, and I will link in the show notes my favorite scheme just to follow and try to stick to one because if you jump around a bit and I've I, I've tried a few out it does get confusing so stick to one I particularly like ones which have pictures in so they've got something to grasp onto and try to follow that if your child is at school try to follow the, the scheme that they are using and I think it can get confusing if you start using different ones and we don't want to overload them too much the only thing I will say is that sometimes schemes children don't really get on with so they may need to try a different one Use the phonic sounds. So as a parent at home, try to have a go at learning them. Now, I do have within my early reading language membership, I do have the most commonly mispronounced sounds. And I may, I may release that out of the lounge at some point because what I've noticed, the most common sound that people just really struggle with just to speed things up for you when you're the ones that you need to focus on. So this is, for instance, so instead of saying C-A-T, you'd say A-T. So that's, yeah, the phonic sounds. Have a look into that, making sure that you're using those rather than the alphabet and try to follow a scheme, at least with the order that they teach you. So you're not necessarily going to go B. For instance, some of them do, they start off with, we say S-A-P-P-I-N, so They're the first couple of sounds to learn. Basically, they've worked out the way that you can begin learning a few sounds, then you can start reading and writing some words. So that's why they're in that order rather than the order of the alphabet. So once you've got a few sounds, try to encourage what we call blending. So this is putting sounds together. Initially, this is always going to be assisted blending. So again, I'm going to keep using the word cats just because it's an easy one. You're pointing to the sounds and going ah, ca, and then see if they can finish off the last one with the t, cat. And I do find you do have to really point to the sounds and go back and then swipe underneath to show that blending. Particularly at the early stages, they will quite often, they'll get the hang of that, okay, I need to sound these out, but they will forget to go back and blend that word together. So focus on encouraging blending. And you can do it through verbal blending as well. So like I was giving the example before, can they put that word together? Can they blend it? Oh, it's milk. So yeah, encouraging blending them. So letter names, we've briefly talked about the alphabet and letter names. They will come later. And this will be once the children are secure, particularly with single sounds and a few of the digraphs, which are two letters, one sound, so things like sh, ch. And then once we're beginning to introduce more vowel sounds, that's when we will start to start the switch and start beginning to use letter names. And we want to do this gradually because we want to build up the phonics awareness first, then moving to letter names. Because actually the phonics awareness will be able, make them be able to actually read. Gives them more skills to read words rather than letter names do. And finally, it's okay that they have learned the alphabet song. That's absolutely fine. Because at some point they are going to need the letter names. Just don't use this as your, okay, they're learning to read. Just use it as a way of exposing the names of the letters that they will need eventually. 
So not all is not lost if you have taught them the alphabet song. In fact, it's very useful, particularly for when they get to that switching stage. But do go back and have a look at some of the things we talked about in this episode. So if you are getting prepared, ready for your child learning to read, and you do have questions, because I know particularly as a parent, you're always going to have questions about this one, because it's one of those things that we know we need our children to do it. And although we live in a world where print is everywhere, it is really a very learned skill compared to many of the other things that they've learned, which they will absorb from just general life. So if you do have questions, I have an ultimate guide for growing and supporting a reader. And it's the most commonly asked questions I have, particularly when I was a reading tutor, what parents would ask all the time. And it has some tips and tricks in there. Even if your child is not at those stages yet, it'll give you an idea of what's to come and maybe what the stages they are at the moment. It might help you there as well. Today I shared some ideas to help you. If you've taught the child the alphabet song, then you've heard that it's not the best way to start your child with reading. Talk a little bit about starting age and that starting too early doesn't necessarily mean that they will be ahead. The first thing you need to focus on are the pre-reading foundations and set them firmly. So these are rhyming, changing letters and words and making sure that the wiring in the brain is ready for reading. When you are starting to use letters, try to use phonic sounds rather than the alphabet and try to find a scheme to follow to teach this, at least for the order of which sounds to teach first, as this will help them to be able to read words more easily and get confidence with this. Try to encourage blending. So this is when we are putting the sounds back together and this can be verbally and also assisted blending to start them off um, sounding out letters and then putting it all back together. The letter names will come later once the children are secure with single sounds there and some of the diagraphs and then the switch will certainly begin to happen. So it's okay that you've exposed them to the alphabet song and it just gives them an idea that there are letter names and what they might be beginning to look like. But don't expect this is the way for them to be able to learn to read. I hope you found that useful and happy reading with your child at home.